0: Big Ted, while I agree that in time our band will be most triumphant, the truth is Wild Stallions will never be a super band until we have Eddie Van Halen on guitar. Yes, Bill, but I do not believe we will get Eddie Van Halen until we have a triumphant video. Ted, it's pointless to have a triumphant video before we even have decent instruments. Well, how can we have decent instruments when we don't really even know how to play? That is why we need Eddie Van Halen. And that is why we need a triumphant video. <laughs> This is Lawrence Tamila. You're listening to Hobo Radio. Joel Murphy is awesome. You should listen all the time. And now, here's Joel and Lars and Lars.
1: Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, my friend, Lars Periwinkle. How's it going? Good. I'm sorry, is this Lars or did you were you replaced by a like wacky morning DJ? <laughs> <Good. laughs> B bonus <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of oh, hacky man. broadcasting, this is a perfect segue because I want I want to talk about something right at the beginning because I this is new to me. Maybe you you've come across. So I was watching last week tonight with John Oliver, and they did uh, one of their segments that they do They're like interstitial segments, and it was a bunch oh. of morning show people talking about uh, you know it being October, and they all called it spooky season like yeah. uniformly used the term spooky season and i thought yeah. like i watched it and i was like i have never in my life heard anyone refer to october as spooky season this is new to me and then this past week since then i've been on twitter and i've seen it pop up like a handful of times what the fuck is going on what is
2: spooky I don't season know, man. I think this is another, this is another one of those things that Hearst put out <laughs> that they want to drill into the American consciousness of, we, we call it spooky season now. No, I don't, I, I hate it. I think it's really stupid. Like it's alliterative. What else about it? It really makes sense. It's not fun. Spooky season. It's Halloween month. I thought that that worked. We
1: get it. It's October. Like it's you took a thing that didn't need a word. It's pretty like ingrained into our minds. Like what October means.
2: I was okay with Rocktober. That's yeah. a good one. Also, um, Spooktober, which you know doesn't rhyme with October, but say Spooktober. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with it. It's I'm good with i good with October, honestly. <laughs> it's just Yeah, I think we all know what October means. But yeah, spooky yeah. season is, is not good. Spooky. Also, listen. It's something um it's something scares you. You don't say it's spooky. You
0: no. You know what I mean?
2: Like spooky, spooky doesn't evoke any sort of emotion in me. Like I can't even picture spooky. Yeah, I do like maybe
0: this
1: taps into a larger problem, which is like because Molly and I tend to watch uh, movies in October that are like, but and this is exactly what I'm getting at. I'm, I'm trying to describe the thing while while simultaneously talking about the problem. I'm never quite sure what to call them like because they're not all necessarily horror movies, but they're and they're not necessarily Halloween themed movies, but they're. Movies that feel thematically appropriate to
2: watch in Halloween, if that makes sense. Sure. And, you know, okay. Oh, boy. I don't know if that was... Can you give me... Can you give me... An example, even if that's a perfect example of one that's not a horror movie and it's not Halloween themed, but you might want to watch in October. Well, I'll tell you like what we've watched so
1: far, because part of it, too, is I think this year with everything going on, neither of us has been super jazzed to be like, let's watch a horror film. (laughs) Like, let's watch, you know, like hostile. Like, I don't think so. But like Mm -hmm. so far, we the first movie that we watched was uh, Adam's Family Values you know which Ticker. i feel like is kind of that that feels like one right like that's not it's not necessarily halloween it's not it, like the you know what i mean it's what would you call that like they're they're playing in like halloween stereotypes or something like but that's one we watched gremlins 2 the new batch you know uh huh which is closer to horror <laughs> but
2: still it is pretty it's silly closer to horror i got to tell you um that Oh, boy. That first example really hurt us because (laughs) they're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious, and spooky. Oh, yeah. They're all together ooky. Yeah. Um... Yes, I, w- I would just call them, like, they're Halloween movies. They're October yeah. movies. Like, I I, yeah. I I don't know. But I, there's not a great... You don't even call, yeah. don't even call hostile, hostile... I wouldn't say hostile is a horror movie. I'd say it was torture porn, yeah. honestly. But, I, but that's the
1: thing, yeah. So, like, other examples that come to mind, too, that kind of fit into this broad category is, like, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, what would you call that? Right. You know, like, there's just certain movies that it's, like, you want to watch them in October, but you wouldn't... You definitely wouldn't call them scary, you know? I wouldn't call them
2: spooky because I'm not a nerd, but (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I can't, I, I really don't, I don't think of spooky as a, like, I just wouldn't use that to describe any movie. Weirdly. Anything really? I don't know. Weirdly when I hear spooky, it just reminds me that that
1: was the nickname for Fox Mulder. Which is a terrible nickname too. But that's what yeah, they called him in the X file. Yeah, which is like yeah. the really like that was the best you could do, FBI, like to to make fun of the crazy conspiracy theory guy. His name was Fox Mulder, which is a weird ass name, and you just went with yeah. spooky. You
2: went with spooky, yeah. Nothing rhymes with Fox Yeah. <laughs> that you could use to degrade this man. But okay. <sighs> Uncreative government workers. It's a shame that um, it's a shame that
1: Dana was the skeptic because then she could have been Dana scary,
2: <laughs> Dana spooky. Yeah, like. yeah, or Dana the skull. Look, the point is, I would never say I would. I don't think I would use spooky to describe anything. I would just say like it's creepy or it's kooky. Um, if um, what movies you watch in October, like you know, Halloween themed movie, mm-hmm. just like like fun, like scary movie. You can just say scary. Look, Adam's Family Values isn't necessarily quote unquote scary. It doesn't scare you, but it's like oh, it's kind of a creepy movie. It's a it's a Halloween movie. Whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, but yeah, we also watched Ghostbusters, so I, that's also in that category too. I feel
2: like yeah, I suppose you know it is in that category. I'm not disagreeing with you. I could watch Ghostbusters anytime, any place with anyone. Well, Someone says want yeah. to watch Ghostbusters, I say yes, I will. In the Caribbean in August, watch Ghostbusters right now.
1: Yeah, I, that is the one probably. Like, is there a lot of the movies like that we tend to watch around this time of year? But yeah, Ghostbusters is definitely one that like crops up throughout the year. Like, it doesn't have to be this time for sure. Uh, but do you have stuff like do you have go to October
2: movies that you watch is there anything that um, well Rocky Horror for sure mm-hmm. although that's another one I can watch anytime in fact I think um, uh, Julia and I watched that definitely during the lockdown I don't remember which part of it it was either it was either April or it was September I don't fucking know yeah The before I that one. so I, I will watch Rocky Horror um, for me, the, the one, the one that I really like to watch on, uh, on an October night is night of the living dead because, okay. um, it, and <laughs> I can't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the language inside of me to, um, seeing all the praises that I want to for night of the living dead but uh um that just encompasses everything i love that it's um that it was shot on a very low budget that was in black and white that the the sound is kind of jacked up you can see the boom every once in a while small cast kind of kind of a kind of a bottle movie like it just it it ticks all my boxes for me for a movie that was way ahead of its time also still also still really frightening for me for some reason even though it's so cheap and the the zombies don't look so great but it was um uh, I really I really like watching that in October that one that one gets me yeah no that's a good one for sure so here's a here's a hot take. The Night of the
1: Living Dead is good to watch in October. <laughs> I do feel like too, the other thing is that because uh, we've also been watching like some TV stuff, uh, but there's I don't feel like there's enough good like TV Halloween episodes like you have obviously Treehouse of Horrors is like its own thing. Sure. You can watch, I don't know, like the first 10 of those are good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah i still i've watched every single one it's the only thing of the simpsons like i i definitely have not watched every episode of the simpsons but every year for some reason i still watch the halloween special mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but they're they they have not been good in a long time but i still watch them but like you have those obviously like i feel like the community um the zombies
2: episode of community is really good
1: like yeah, like that. that is good.
2: That is good. They, they, they did more than one Halloween episode, but the zombie one is especially good.
1: The, sure. Well, the, the one that the following year is very not good. It's one of my least favorite episodes of Community. Oh, no kidding. I don't remember. What it's one? like mm-hmm. it's basically Britta is uh, she's worried that one of them she's giving them a psych test and she's worried that one of them is like. Uh, dangerous and so they're trying to figure it out and they have them like tell story, and then it turns out that like whoever I think it was Abed but I think he just wrote something uh-huh, in the bubble uh-huh. but uh, like you no know, they do all these like stories that they're telling and they're like right it's just not good yep. like there's a Pierce one where he's writing Abed and Troy and it's you know what you would expect Pierce to write Abed and Troy like it's just yes. it's not one of my favorite episodes It's just, it just didn't really click but the The zombies one is so great. Like, I... I really do enjoy it yeah they all they all eat the bad army meat yeah actually the the season one one is pretty good too because it's Annie throws the that was actually the first episode of community i ever saw based on your recommendation
2: I yeah i did i was like hey yeah. man i yeah. think community
1: just stole your fucking joke yeah because i had been doing the like uh because when we started this show as we've discussed like we we talked a lot about uh the nolan batman movies and yeah, that was always my joke is that I thought that Christian Bale sounded like Cookie Monster and then that they literally did that in Community and you were like, you got to watch this show They did the thing that you said. And so like I watched <laughs> that episode and I was like, this show is very funny. And uh, yeah, but no, that is a good episode because yeah, I'll bet it's Batman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pierce's Beastmaster. <laughs> he was Beastmaster. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that one's good. But yeah, it's
2: the zombie one is fantastic. It is good. I do like there. There's just. I can't. I can't define what makes a movie or TV show a, a Halloween episode. Like, they try to do it. But if they fail, I don't know how they failed. And if they succeed, I really don't know why it was a success. It just has it has to have a certain feel to it.
1: Yeah, it's hard. And it's funny because, like, I got to be honest, like The Office isn't a show that I have much desire to ever rewatch. But, like, I do kind of always fondly remember uh, I think like the thing that I thought of when I was thinking of Halloween episodes is the year again, the Batman thing, but like where they all dressed up like the Joker, it was like Dwight and, um, uh, what's it like? I forget. There were like three Jokers in their office. Like the, it was, it was Kevin, Creed. it was Dwight, it was Creed. Yeah. It's Kevin, Dwight and Creed. But yeah, like, like that cracks me up and that like worked cause it was like an office thing. Um, but yeah, I, we, Molly and I rewatched uh, The You're the Worst uh, has a really great mm-hmm. Halloween episode. It
2: oh, does not really? Okay.
1: It is okay. it is one of my funniest, like one of my favorite things from that show that I laugh really hard at. There's a bit with Lindsay that's uh, like an homage to Silence of the Lambs that I don't want to give away if you haven't seen it, but it's very funny. Um, okay. Yeah. But like that one's good. I just, yeah, there's not, I don't know. There's not a lot of, like weirdly, and not, no like... I don't know. The, the, like there aren't a lot of like classic sitcom that I can think of. Like a great old school. There
2: is. Like There what? is. Roseanne had some great Halloween episodes. Okay. You know. So did the Cosby Show. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe there's none. What do you, that what do you, we what you want re- from me? What you want from me? It was the truth.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the problem. There's none that are like palatable <laughs> in the year 2020 to revisit. <clears throat> Did Fresh Prince ever do any uh, Halloween episodes? I don't remember any, like... Fresh Prince? Yeah. They must have, but Um, I don't... Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it was a very special episode, if I'm remembering correctly, where, um... Didn't... did Oh, man. I could be remembering... I could be remembering this wrong. If I am, I want to hear about it. I'm talking to you listeners. Let me know. But I want to say... Carlton and Will went to a Halloween party and then Will was going to drive home drunk. Oh, wow. But then, but then there was like a, um, uh, it's a wonderful life scenario where they showed him the consequences of driving home drunk. I don't remember And it was like people died or some shit.
1: Holy, good Lord. I don't remember any of this, but I'll believe you.
2: I just, I remember, I remember him being in a graveyard and he had killed someone or something like that. Oh boy! <laughs> if, if I if I made this up in my head, I'm gonna go seek help. But I really, I, I really think that that m- may have been one. Nothing else really jumps out. Like there isn't, there isn't. It isn't like Christmas or pardon me. It isn't like Christmas or Thanksgiving or even new year where there is, there are certain, there are things more. That yeah. I must watch like things that really get me in the season for it. I think just like, I don't know.
0: That, wasn't the, I think that was when,
2: like in, in the, in the, uh, you know, The the mid-Atlantic, that's when all the weather changes, and that's enough to to get me in the mood for whatever the fuck October has to bring.
1: But no, I feel like that was the smart thing that the Simpsons did, is they really staked out that territory early, where they were like, this is our time now, (laughs)
2: like... Right, I also, by the way, yeah, but yeah, but you know what? They shot themselves in the goddamn foot. Now, th- maybe they didn't. Fox did for sure because they used to postpone that crap until oh, yeah. well, that after Halloween their, yeah. because of the World Series. Well, like, just find time for it somewhere on your schedule to make the halloween special before halloween even yeah, if it's a week or two before what the fuck are you
1: doing yeah i never understood that even like yeah a week or two before or like just air it like on a wednesday or something like air it on a day that there's no game as like a special episode or something like yeah we were gonna watch the goddamn thing yeah no i remember getting really mad about that but uh but yeah I don't you, know I don't, you know what i don't you know what i don't want to watch a Halloween special. November 3rd. Oh yeah. No, that's the funny thing is as soon as, as soon as we hit November, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, what's your, what's your favorite Simpsons Halloween story? This is putting you on the spot, but. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do you have one in mind? Cause I might need a moment. I feel like, I don't know. I, cause I'm putting myself on the spot too. There's a few that like uh. jump out. Uh, like I, uh, I really like the one where Burns is a vampire, even though the end of that, like, completely falls apart. Um, right. But, like, the setup of that is really fun because there's a lot of good Pennsylvania in um, yeah. <laughs> the super fun, happy slide. Um, but I like that one. I really like, for some reason, I like the episode where uh, Lisa creates a society uh, with her. Oh, that two. is good. Yeah. Sure. Like, that one's fun. Sure. Hugo, obviously, is a really
2: good up like good one hugo is a good one yeah yeah fish heads evil twin um there isn't i don't know oh, that whole special where where all three stories um willie got an axe in the back <laughs> that yeah. was really good what are yeah what are the three is that is that the shinning it's the the Shinning is one for sure. Yeah. What are the other two um, episodes? Like? Another one was um, Homer was switching dimensions. Oh, that is a... You know what? That might be the
1: best. The yeah, right if we're one. saying like complete episode, because yeah, the Homer time travel one. It's. I also love the beat in that uh, where... Uh, it's like uh, remember what your father told you on your wedding night. <laughs> it's like Abe Simpson giving him advice of if you ever travel back in time, don't disrupt uh, anything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. I I can tell you my single favorite joke because it's uh, something that Molly and I quote, which is they do the uh, the Twilight Zone parody where it's Bart on the school bus and there's a gremlin, right. but it's sure. Uh, the beginning of that is Seymour Skinner getting on the bus and they're like, why are you riding the bus? And he's like, mother took my car keys for talking to a woman. She was right to do so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that's it. Like there's, there are, there isn't one, there isn't one that does it for me all the way through that I could point out as the best, but, but, the jokes they peppered in there when they, they knew that like, it, no no continuity problems at all just like let's let's stick the jokes in there that, that just work and are goofy as hell so it is like you said like those beats like um um the uh <clears throat> it was called Citizen Kang yeah. where Kang and Kodos replace um oh this is dating myself yeah. um they replace uh who was it Clinton it, and Dole yeah yeah and um Sir, I don't people are which becoming camp. people are becoming concerned
1: that you and your political opponent are walking down the street holding hands.
2: Yeah. Constantly <laughs> holding hands. If you can think of another way to pass protein strains. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's standing at a one of them standing at a rally and they go <laughs> he goes Abortions for all. And everyone goes, boo. Yeah. Abortions for everyone. No, abortions for none. Boo. Okay. Abortions for some. Tiny American flags for others. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. And then there's also like the whole stump speech that's like, I
1: was born a baseball. And like, he's just saying all this. And he's like, and always twirling, twirling. (laughs) Like. yeah no that that's a really good yeah there's like a lot of just really fun i think that is what it is it's just it like freed them up uh to not have to worry about continuity also yeah kang and kodos really only exist in the continuity of uh the halloween episodes or the non-continuity yeah Yeah, there was a time
2: that that um uh omega man where um homer thought he was the last man on earth so he got naked in the church and started singing war what is it good for <laughs> that's a that's a great thing to tick off the old bucket list
1: <laughs> well, it's also that that's such a dark ending with like <laughs> marge and the kids where it's like he goes back to the house and they're all fine because their house was lead lined and then all the mutants follow them back and then it was a setup and Marge and the kids are just waiting for a clean shot
2: to like. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's, oh, and man, the one that I think it might have been the same Willie episode. And this is the one that uh, Julia and I talk about all the time. Uh, I shouldn't talk about all the time that we quote frequently enough is when um, it was the. It was the story where Willie was uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, I think that's and a they, different year,
1: but yeah, that's, uh, it's not yes, the one where he okay. dies in all of them, but yeah. The,
2: <laughs> yeah. The 13th so, hour of the 13th month of the 13th day. And, uh, the month was called smarch lousy smart weather door and says lousy smarch weather. Yeah. I can't tell you how often I say that. Yeah. No, that was great.
1: Like, this. Uh, yeah they, I also just like at the end of that one where they're like who knows how Willie will show up next and he just gets off the bus <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it turns out he left his gun on the seat and he's like chasing after the bus as it's driving off
2: oh I left me gun on the seat
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. No there's a, there's a lot of really fun uh like I feel like it was good like I said maybe like 10 years or so like cuz you still get into the later ones like there's the the um the house that uh has Pierce Brosnan's voice.
2: Yeah, that was way back in the day, man. Yeah. 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 But uh but yeah. Yeah. No. And, you know, I have to say and this is this is something I would before we transition out, because I wanted to save this, because when everyone when you say Simpsons Halloween episode, it was one of the hardest times I've ever laughed. Is I was watching the Halloween special with my friend John, um, and we were sitting on his sofa. We were actually like having having apple cider. Like we were just like this is it's Halloween time it's autumn, we're sitting down, we're doing a Halloween thing, which for us two dorks were, let's watch the Simpsons Halloween special. And um, it was uh, I remember I, I don't remember everything that happened. I don't remember all three stories, but the last one was um, a parody on on Salem and um, uh, they were trying to figure out who were the witches. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marge turned out to be a witch. Sure, sure, sure. And at the end, Homer is egging a house and Lisa says, dad, that's our house. And he points at her and says, she's a witch. <laughs> and everyone will start chasing her, which is hilarious. And we started laughing and then the credits come up. And because it's the Simpsons, all the, um, you know, the, the credits all have, you know, like spooky names and they're fun or whatever. And then, uh, one of the credits simply said, your mom. <laughs> and we started laughing so hard like it just continued from that last joke into the screen saying your mom <laughs> that we like i we both literally had cider coming out of our mouths because we couldn't swallow i fell on the floor <laughs> it was um it was one of the hardest times i've i've ever laughed in my i know mean, at that time i don't know when that came out i must have been like i don't know 17 18 years old
1: that's yeah no that's like that's it's funny because the simpsons will do that like because i i remember i had a similar experience with the first time i ever saw uh sideshow bob step on the rakes where i laughed hard so hard it hurt through the entire commercial <laughs> break and yeah. like the show came back on and i was still laughing <laughs> like
2: I think someone... Dude, I think someone knew how fucking funny that was. And they said, you got to roll commercials after that. Yeah. <laughs> because no one is going to be able to pay attention whatever the hell happens Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Jesus Christ.
1: But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, The, the Simpsons. It's great. Uh, you guys know that. We're just... Uh, but, yeah. I do... I don't know. I, like... I'm, I'm in a weird, like, I, I was thinking about because I'm sure you saw. This. So, Eddie Van Halen uh, passed away. And oh, yeah. Like, I I don't want to not mention that. Like, it, it sucks. Like, it, he was awesome. But I also don't feel like I have anything really insightful or interesting to say about <laughs> it. Like, I, I want to mark it because, like, yeah, Van Halen was uh, obviously great. And we're, we're of the right enough age to have been... Uh, you know, around for some of the, the you know, glory days of Van Halen. Uh, I don't know. the. I don't know how it hits you. I, the first thing I did think of, and then I saw that, like, Alex Winter and different people boast about, was the, the scene from Bill and Ted. The first one where they're talking. Yeah. I think it's the opening scene uh, where they're saying that they need to be good enough to get Eddie Van Halen to join the band, but they'll never... <laughs> like, their band won't be good until they get Van, Eddie Van Halen, but they
2: <laughs> like... <laughs> it needs to be good before they can get van halen
1: yeah like that whole uh bit but yeah uh i don't know but yeah eddie van halen was a badass he was a really great guitarist i totally forgot until reading the stuff this week that he uh did the guitar riff for beat it like for
2: basically a a case of beer like he yeah no totally totally yeah Yeah, i'll I'll lay that down for you give a fuck
1: yeah uh uh, but yeah, no, the like Van Halen was great. I like, I feel like the uh, right now video is like one of the ones that's just like entrenched in my brain from the glory days of
2: MTV. Most definitely. Yeah. For me, it's hot for teacher. I can always, I can always picture beat for beat that video because I think they that, incessantly what, but I was always happy show, to see it.
1: Yeah, well it's fucking David Lee Roth like opening the door of the school bus. Uh huh yeah. No, the yeah, both of those videos are really great. Plus there was that fucking like the car commercial with the um remember the Barbie commercial that uh I do remember a Barbie. Yeah. Commercial. Um, why?
2: Why do I remember a Barbie commercial?
1: But it was like for a car I think, but it was um uh, Yeah, like, there was, like, I don't know. I don't know, Van Van Halen. I don't
2: know, like... Yeah, Barbie commercial Van Halen. That explains everything. Look, let's not forget that um, if it wasn't for Valerie Bertinelli... Bertinelli. Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah. That man dies in 1988. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, And I think think even Eddie admits that. So, we, we, we need to, like, I'm not saying... You know, uh, you, you know, you're 65 years old. It's 2020, so you're on borrowed time. All I'm saying is, you found a good woman, Daddy, and we got we got <laughs> several more decades out of you. But you you knew what road you were heading down in the 80s. Yeah, you're all crazy. You're all crazy, motherfuckers. I feel like they were they were together a really long time too. I think
1: they didn't they. Molly and I looked this up yesterday, but I think they split up in like 2007
2: or something. It was no kidding. Yeah, you know, was the band's still called Van Halen. No, oh, no I'm you're saying you're hey, talking about Valley Bird. Yeah, right, right. yeah. uh Why no. can I say her last name? Motherfucker, I don't know, but uh, okay. but yeah, I'm gonna write it down. You're writing down how to say her last name? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, I'm just writing it down so if I have to say it again, I can reference it.
1: Okay. Well, there, there you
2: go. Van Halen. <laughs> look, everyone likes Van Halen. Yeah, except Panama. I was never, was never a big fan of that. No. Yeah. No. I think yes, everyone likes Van Halen except for maybe David Lee Roth. <laughs> David Lee Roth. I not like Van Halen so Yeah. Much. Apparently, they couldn't be in a room together. But David, look, David Lee Roth was his own talent, um, but apparently not without Eddie Van Halen.
1: Well, I mean, the band is called Van Halen.
2: Like, that's, you know, like... It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how'd you uh, do on your own there, Diamond Dave? Not so good, because you need one of the best guitarists of all time in order to make you Diamond Dave. Yeah, meanwhile, that guy, when he gets bored, is, like, playing
1: iconic guitar riffs on just random stuff.
0: I don't <laughs> know. Straight, I, up,
2: yeah. straight up. Apparently, early on, like, he would just, like... <clears throat> he would have like power tools out with him on the stage and between songs, turn around, modify his guitar, turn back to the audience. And his guitar has a completely different sound. I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's legend or what I never saw with my own eyeballs, but apparently he did, he did stuff with, um, the electric guitar for rock music in the, in the eighties that hasn't been able to be reproduced. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, I also like. It's funny. I, I, it's funny. I've never. I've never heard you mention them before because you're always kind of a like a harder rock kind of guy. Like you were a me- well, that, Metallica sort of dude. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what's funny. You know what's weird? Like, to, if I'm really being honest, uh, I I tend to in my head I associate Van Halen with my dad. Like in a very funny way. Uh, And I actually I texted my dad when I saw that Eddie Van Halen passed away Uh. because like my dad uh, was he he was a drummer in like bands and stuff like from when he was 17. Uh, And um, yeah, so like, yeah, like I definitely I think my tastes were probably a little heavier, but like I think I liked them because they were definitely a band that I could listen to in the car with my dad and in fact i uh i remember because i was just like watching random uh van halen stuff on youtube and uh i have seen my dad
2: live uh sing the song ice cream man which is very funny to me get the fuck out of town when you say live in what context i mean like in a bar like well i've seen my dad you know many times like uh throughout my life either like
1: in bars or like uh You know, sometimes because my dad stayed friends with a lot of musicians and they would kind of have these like, um, it's actually very bizarre, like where the uh, Washington football team uh, now Mm -hmm. allegedly plays football, you know, like if you can call it that, what they're doing this season. But uh, (laughs) uh, where their stadium is, uh, like randomly... I, my dad used to work with the guy whose family owned the farm that existed there before they built that stadium. And I had been there okay. like growing up because they would have these like, uh, kind of hang out, uh, you know, jam sessions where like, basically they would just invite all these guys like my dad that were like musicians together when they were in high school and in their twenties who were now older and had families, they would invite their families, Uh, To come together like to have like there'd be food and there'd be like you know it'd be like a kind of like outdoor picnic thing on this farm and then all the musicians could kind of just rotate there was enough of everybody you know there's like five or six drummers there's a bunch of guitarists there's a bunch of bass players so like whatever mix of people felt like playing for a while would play and then everybody else could eat and they'd kind of rotate through. So like I saw my dad perform at stuff like that. I mean, my dad in the eighties was, uh, um, he was actually, uh, like a, a wedding singer. Like he was, uh, he was in a band that used to do like weddings and stuff. Ooh. I know my dad had a, quite a, of fun, like a collective. And then like, yeah, when I was, uh, when I was 18, my dad bought a bar, uh, Right. that you know so I was like just various times throughout my life I see my dad perform at live venues but yeah ice cream man is one that you would, and again if you're wondering cuz I I realize I'm talking a lot about a person that uh people listening to this show don't know just picture Santa Claus Kenny Rogers someone in that like that vein you know like a guy that if you saw him now you would not expect to have uh you know, he actually, what I really realized is Molly and I have been watching uh, reruns of Cheers when Kelsey Grammer grew a beard in Cheers. Okay. That's pretty yep. identical to what my dad looked like at the time.
2: No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a very clear picture. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, he, and he's singing ice cream, man.
1: That's what I'm saying. So I've seen him do that. I have seen He also, my dad has, I've seen him perform Purple Rain. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This is funny because you know him, but you just you don't know this side of my dad. Um
2: No, not at all. He yeah. was just like he was another dad. Like, yeah. oh is, you know, this guy's really nice and he's nice to his kids and he's doing stuff. His
0: dad shock it is astonishing to watch his dad sing Purple Rain. <laughs> like he hits those notes in a way that it doesn't make sense that it is like coming out of that man's mouth. <laughs>
2: i can't i'll never be able to picture that (laughs) on a million years uh
1: yeah no i like but the the funny thing is the the context that you know him in which was like tangentially related which is that like when we did theater in high school my dad used to volunteer to help run the sound and that's because that's how he knew all that like my dad just from like a lifetime of being in bands and like you know like owning all the equipment um yeah, but it's, yeah, it's a very funny thing. I also, because I'm a dick, like, when I was a teenager, I learned all the, like, you know, drummer jokes that, like, bands play. Like, you know, all the, like, how do you tell if the stage is level, the drummer's drooling out of both sides of his mouth. Like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how do you get a drummer to stop playing, put sheet music in front of him.
1: Yeah. The, how do you tell uh, if a drummer is at your front door? The knock speeds up. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of those. (laughs) But uh, but no, I yeah. So like uh, to to get it back on your point that, yeah, weirdly, like I I associate Van Halen with my dad because that was sort of, you know, my dad was like played in rock bands and it was that was more i think that's why i probably went heavier <laughs> with like my musical taste was because that was uh-huh. you know what i mean you got to go you got to go further out than your
2: parents you can't your dad
1: can't listen to cooler music than you so you have to like
2: <laughs> right 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 like your dad's putting on really obscure hard to find incredible jazz albums and you're like what the fuck I- ride the lightning is awesome dad <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no,
2: it was funny because, yeah, that was all the stuff my dad
1: listened to growing up. Uh, definitely, like, a big Van Halen fan. And then, like, my mom listened to all the country. You know, there was a lot of, like, Garth Brooks and George Strait coming from
2: from her part of the house. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, Gar- man, where we grew up, Garth Brooks was everywhere. I mean, there were kids that were just, like, they listened to, uh, at that time, it would have been called Gangster Rap. <laughs> they listened to Gangster Rap and Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah. And why, why, why the, why the Garth Brooks? But I just wanted to ask you not to tear open any new wounds for anyone no, or old old wounds, I guess. But did you hit him up when uh, Neil Peart passed away?
1: (laughs) Um, I, no, I didn't. Um, yeah, I don't know why. But yeah, I don't know why this one Did he, not, yeah. he not a lot, not a lot of rush in the household. No, my dad, like I said, my dad was more, you know, like mainstream. I don't <laughs> think my dad like had a lot of,
2: oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, no, yeah, well, he like he like drums. He wasn't a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is funny. Yeah, my dad being a drummer, like it wasn't. I yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's really hard. I'm not... No shade at my dad, but maybe it's really hard to replicate. So, he was like, I'm not getting into that.
2: (laughs) Like, I'm not... Yeah, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or it just wasn't his style. Because I like... I'm, you know... I'm... uh, Both of us now. Pardon me. Damn near 40 years old. But I just got... um, 2112 on vinyl. And I listened to it. I'm like, holy shit. I've never... I've never really heard this before, <laughs> like some sort <laughs> oh God. of pretentious ass nerd, but for real, it, do, it does sound, I actually think it's the new record player um, that we got, um, but also I'd never heard it on vinyl before, and it's pretty, I mean, <laughs> you guys, Rush is good. If there's yeah. one thing you could take from this podcast that's hosted by two white guys with glasses and beards <laughs> is that Rush is good yeah no they're they're good as is eddie van halen at
1: guitar like he's that guy's good at (laughs) playing guitar yeah check him out yeah if you uh i don't know i also it's entirely (laughs) possible that there maybe are people listening to this who don't know anything about i i saw that like a tiktok video blew up with like fleetwood mac and apparently now like america's teenagers are learning about fleetwood
2: mac which i'm like wait what do you guys no (laughs) slow down you guys slow down you guys No one's saying it's bad. We're just saying it was overrated then. Please don't make it overrated now. Oh, oh, oh! I, when oh, I can- pardon me, I oh, like Fleetwood Pack. Oh, so so do I. I like I like Fleetwood back a lot overrated okay you know In what i don't want to this is too opinion. you this know is what too spicy. not even not even as an overall, because we only got 20 minutes left on this show plus or minus so there's not enough time i'm not even saying overall i think i think you cannot overrate them as a group um it's rumors that really gets it for me. Oh, yeah. Great, great, great album, but people blow it up so out of proportion. We're like, yeah, it's a good album, but it was a great fucking band the whole time. We're like, you gotta hear rumors. More, more great. If they did do the same thing with Russian moving pictures of like, the, yes, the, so many great albums. Don't just say there were good songs off of other albums, but that was the one. No many many great albums so let's not blow some shit out of
1: proportion all right if we want to have spicy music takes at some point i can talk about how i think weezer is super overrated but like
2: yeah yeah yeah. well they've only been overrated since (laughs) 98 (laughs) yeah (laughs) also that
1: can we all finally admit in these dark times that we're living in that their cover of
2: africa sucked it sucks. The whole, the whole, all their covers suck. Yeah. Like, I, did anyone say that it didn't suck? I thought we all agreed that it sucked. Did I some, don't know. Did someone say it was good? I feel like people were excited for that shit. Like. It was terrible. Every other, when I, when I say every other cover I've heard of that song is better, I mean literally every single other. Yeah. People like karaoke, at least it wasn't an interpretation. Yeah. You're <laughs> somehow somehow paint by numbers, but the picture still doesn't look like it's supposed to.
1: Yeah, I, I also never understood that as like a band, as an established band, the idea of covering someone's song and just doing it exactly like the original. What is that? That's not... That's weird. That's not a thing. Like you... Sure, if you want to reimagine it or like if you have a distinct style and you want to do... Uh, I actually, by the way, just to really date this show, uh, I love like, there's an album that Peter Gabriel did where he just does, uh, covers of different people's songs and there's some really cool stuff on there, but like, they're very different from the original, you know, like I just... I don't get the idea of just like, I just played your song kind of like you, but it's not as good. And now the radio
2: is going to play my version instead of the superior original version. Yeah, what the hell? Every time it would come on a, 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 like a rock station around here, I'm like, well, just, just play Toto. Yeah. Because this thing is dumb as hell. Yeah. It's, it's the exact same sound, but, but somehow, somehow worse. Yeah. Anyway. So there you go. Weezer. Speaking of rehashing
1: bad things, did you see the news about uh, the casting news for the new Spider-Man movie? No. Apparently, I'm very excited that I get to be the one to tell you this. Oh, fun. Jamie Foxx is reprising his role as Electro.
2: Okay, hold on. Let me... um... Just gotta write down a note here. Joel Murphy. I'm writing this on a Polaroid I have of you. Okay. Don't believe his lies. <laughs> he is the one. Kill him. <laughs> Are you mementoing me? You gotta be kidding me. You're mementoing like- <laughs> me. <laughs> Uh, my mother calls me Teddy. Look, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me how that's, that's like, that's like doing another, you know what? It's like, it's like making Joker, but you cast Jared Leto. Honestly, I think it's worse than that.
1: I think it's like if they just announced that Uma Thurman was going to be reprising her role of poison <laughs> Ivy, <laughs> and like Zack Snyder's new <laughs> Like oh, no. Justice League. Jesus Christ. I just, yeah, I don't know what the. Like, okay, so a couple things here. One, that is the worst Spider Man movie ever made. <laughs> is, yes. like, unequivocally the one. What was it? Amazing Spider Man 2.
2: It was so bad. Look, it went through. It. It. <laughs> It went through the looking glass for me to where at the end of the movie, like the movie was so bad, but at the end of the movie where it looked like they were gonna, going to in, introduce the Sinister Six, I thought, oh, I'm 100% in on this next movie because if it's anywhere as close to as bad as this one is, then... It might actually be box office gold. Yeah. So just like cats. Go yeah. see how bad this fucking movie is. You'll think you're crazy while you're watching it. Also, like, if you're just, like, bringing people
1: back from that movie, did you not call Paul Giamatti? Because, like, if you're going to bring one thing yeah. back from that movie, the 10 uh-huh. seconds of Paul Giamatti playing Rhino was the best
2: part of anything that, like... But, yeah, I... Yeah, yeah. And you know what? The world is is no... um is no fan of like uh like russian eastern european gangsters um but even his even even his and your written interpretation of that character A little racist. It was still a little (laughs) racist somehow. Like, you hit on too many stereotypes at the same time, I think.
1: Well, and I mean, that's sort of, like, emblematic of all the problems of the movie. Everyone was written really terribly, but also, including Jamie Foxx's character, who has one of the dumbest origin stories ever presented, where doesn't he Mm -hmm. fall in a tank of eels, like almost Electric comically heels. yeah well obviously mm-hmm. he's elect i mean yeah, yeah. but like yeah. it's it's like comical right like he's some this is what i remember because i've only seen this movie once and i really hated it but like he's like a
2: nerd right he's like a science nerd Soup super giant nerd where he i think he literally had tape on his glasses and yeah. he had like the um yeah it's definitely jamie fox like dropped over his face and he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing my experiments."
1: yeah jamie fox is playing a nerd in a way that the cast of the big bang theory would be like that's a bit much can you <laughs> tone that down a tone little Tone it
2: down no one <laughs> acts
1: like that sir yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's like it was all really dumb. The origin story was dumb. You're gonna remind people of that movie. I I don't know why I like all I can guess is that it seems so all right, I'm just gonna share what my understanding is of where we're at. So they're okay. they're coming to an end of the deal between Marvel and Sony where that's right I think they're doing the one more movie like standalone movie and maybe one more appearance in like an mcu movie or something i think that was because okay. their deal had run out but then they made a new deal Yep. and so yeah. this is the la- it's going to have home in it because all of the spider-man movies have been homecoming far from home it's going to be home something uh mm-hmm. but uh yeah so it seems like because they they're you know into the spider verse was obviously really good uh i feel like they're my guess is like you know because people have sort of speculated that with infinity war they kind of introduced the idea of multiple realities and timelines and stuff and then wandavision seems like it's sort of tracking in that a bit like apparently the new doctor strange is gonna i think it has the word multiverse in it the new uh
2: like yeah, sam ray multiverse and also and also they said they're they're Trying to bridge the gap between like a superhero movie and a horror movie. Yeah, well, Which, Sam Raimi is yeah. now attached to direct it. Right, too, right, right. So it's going to be like a Sam, a Sam Raimi, freaky ass Superman movie. Which, if there's one person who's going to bridge that gap, it's probably that guy. I feel like that is what he's been doing his entire career. <laughs> it's like
1: bridging the gap between horror bit, yeah. and just like you know, larger than life characters. Certainly, you know, but. Sure. Uh, Uh, But yeah, so I'm guessing all of this, like, they're trying to... My theory is that by the end of these movies, Spider-Man somehow leaves the MCU universe and goes off into the Sony-owned property universe. (laughs) Uh, And so I'm guessing... But, like, this is bad all around because now you're putting him with, like, Venom, I guess? Like, he and Tom Hardy are going to interact and now you're adding a bad character from amazing Spider-Man to, to round. Like, this is not a good, you know, I know that there's probably no discussion of just like retiring the Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man and doing something different.
2: Yeah. 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 There were also, um, weren't there rumors that, um, that they were going to have all three Spider-Men in this movie, right? Is there,
1: is that actually? Yeah,
2: I, I've, I've, it was just a rumor that I've read that they were talking about having all three, all three Spider Men from the Spider Man movies of the 21st century do like a multiverse Spider Verse sort of thing. Okay. Which, which I could, I could. Believe, I guess if they can do it right, you know, Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield, but then you get Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield, and um, and our new Peter Parker standing side by side, and you realize, oh, uh, oh, oh, Spider Man's really boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like Andrew
1: Garfield was, you know, not a memorable Spider Man <laughs> no, in any no. way. Uh, yeah, Toby Maguire was fine,
2: I think. But no, no, Toby Maguire, no, Toby Maguire was 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 great for at the time. Um, look, I feel like I said it on the show before. I'm just saying, Sony has the Spider Verse now, and they're never letting it go. Just why don't they just let let the other Spider man be an MCU Spider Man? And they can get free money from still owning Spider-Man into, but I, I don't know. I guess there's, there's a, there's a flex they for well, the, well, we want to do. Wait, it's weird because that, I we want that money too.
1: It's weird because I never, when they, they made the deal with the MCU, I thought they would do what any of us would do in that situation. And certainly look, I like to think I'm a creative guy. If I owned a movie studio and I had the rights to a character and Disney came along and was like, we'd like to put that character in our ridiculously successful movie franchise that makes hundreds of millions of dollars every movie. I'd be like, and I just get the money. Like you just like, you know what I mean? Like in a world where studios are very risk adverse and where we do get mostly like, franchises and reboots and all of that. Like the idea of just collecting a paycheck from Disney to take your character and just back the money train up. It's weird to me that who, that you wouldn't take
2: that. You, you, there's no overhead in that. Yeah. There's zero overhead for you. You just own it and they do everything else and then cut you a check. Meanwhile, You've got the Spider-Verse now, so you have the animated part, so you're double-dipping on the same character, but you're only spending half the money. What is the downside here? Right, and yeah, and Spider-Verse
1: was this complete, you know, unique thing that was really cool that we're basically like, yeah, you you got to have the safety of knowing that the checks were going to come in reliably from Disney- for your Andrew Gar... Or for your... Um, what's his name? Uh, whatever that... Tom... Tom Spiderman, man That guy. Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Spider-Man. <laughs> that you knew you're getting those checks, so you can just count on those. But then in addition, you, you're like, okay, well then we can do something fun. So we're going to get like the guys from the Lego movie to make a really good animated movie that everybody will love that also kind of introduces people to the Miles Morales version of the character. Now they like him and it's good and we can keep making those. But yeah, then you're like, I don't know. Just calm down. Like why, why are you doing these venom movies? Why are you trying to, take back control of Spider-Man like
2: straight up because also you, you still own most of electronics. Yeah. So what the hell are you worried about? Because you also still own Peter Parker. You're mm-hmm. lending a version of Peter Parker to Disney so they can put him in MCU movies that still pay you out. So you can still put Peter Parker in your animated movies. Also, Miles Morales, who is an established hero now that everyone loves, not to mention those other characters in there. It's a win-win-win-win-win-win-win for you, but still that's not enough. So you you got to you got to have Tom Holland for some stupid ass reason. And you're going to ruin it. You're going to just burn it down and know it's straight up, straight up. And then it doesn't work anymore. And then, and then what are you going to do? I guess fall asleep in a pile of money.
1: It is hilarious (laughs) that on their third iteration of Spider-Man, like live action Spider-Man, this is the third generation live action Spider-Man. None of the previous two have made it past three movies. (laughs) Because Sam okay. Raimi built like one of the great, you know, like like what Sam Raimi did with the, that first Spider-Man franchise was great. And then by all accounts, the reason that Spider-Man 3 is terrible is because they wouldn't leave him alone. And he wanted to make a movie where Sandman was the villain. They wanted to make a movie. I don't know what their thing is with Venom. They're really obsessed with Venom at Sony, apparently. They need to get the hell
2: over it. I guess Marvel Comics was ex- obsessed with them for a while. They were obsessed with Venom and Carnage for a really long time. Yeah, yeah I was I'm gonna like, get the fuck out of this storyline. It's stupid. Yeah, I was gonna joke that Todd McFarlane is in charge of Sony. <laughs> like
1: there you go. Ah, uh, that's a joke for the nerds out there. But. uh... but yeah like so he hated making that movie and like butted heads with Sony about the vision of it which is why I my theory has always been that I think he tanked that movie on purpose because I think Sam Raimi definitely did
2: like he has written he has written many a piece on how he had to tank the movie in order to kill the franchise because he had a three and a four and they weren't going to let him make either one of them. Yeah. So he but he was contractually obligated to make this third one and so he wasn't trying to make it that shitty but he's like you you don't li- he talks about the movies he wanted to make and read about those movies. Even after three tanked he still had a four yeah. that could have worked and they, they wouldn't let him do it. And also I mean I stand by the
1: fact that like I'm not going to look anyone in the eye and say that Spider-Man Three is a good movie, but I will look you in the eye and say I would rather watch it than any of the Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man movies because I'm with you. It's so like Sam Raimi's too talented to make a movie that's unwatchable, so it's bad, but it's bad in a fascinating way.
2: I mean, there is no definitely you can tell you can tell from. Watch that movie and you can tell that Sandman was supposed to be the center of that story because the things he did with that character, which is basically like he doesn't even show up in the cartoon series that much. Like he's just he's just kind of tertiary, but he took so much care to develop that character, not only in the story, but also in the way that he shot him, that it was kind of gorgeous. Yeah, um, and um, Thomas Hayden Church did a good job as well, but it was just kind of a, it just kind of got lost in the ether between the emo shit and uh, Topher Grace.
1: Which Topher Grace, too, strikes me as the casting that you
2: do when you're trying to tank the movie. No, totally. <laughs> to- look, I don't know Topher Grace personally, but I just want to tell you guys, I don't, I have to, don't tell him I said this because he seems like a nice guy. I get upset when I when he shows up in anything I'm watching. I'm like, oh it's fucking. <laughs>
1: What's well, also, uh, yeah. Again, I know he's a big fan of Homer Radio, and he's crushed right. to hear this. <laughs> uh, but I'm specifically when I said that too. I'm talking about the fact that like Flash Thompson is supposed to be a very muscular bully of Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and you know, come on, <laughs> like that's not who you would cast for that character. <laughs>
2: No, no. But you know what? In the new Spider-Man, they went the completely opposite way, where he's just like a um he he's not muscular, but he's still a bully. He's like a um an economic bully. I'm a rich kid. Oh, he's great. I I'm love a, him in the I'm a rich I'm a rich douche and just treat everyone like garbage. No, he the, that kid's
1: great. Like, no, it's yeah. You know, but uh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, they're gonna ruin it. The Andrew Garfield ones are really bad. Uh sorry if you're listening, Andrew.
2: You know, I know he's also a fan. All
1: the Spider Man listened to Andrew
2: Garfield's fault that it was bad. I think I think it might be Tover Grace's <laughs> fault that Venom was bad. It's but- definitely not not his fault. <laughs> I know I, double- I like to pin a lot of shit on him though, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's he, he
1: I mean look, like he called us himself tofer
0: yeah
2: <laughs> yep yep he put up a he put up a, a website one time and he was like this is a website that's gonna have a lot of awesome content um i forget what it was called i think it had the word coin in it i don't remember what it was but it was tofer grace's website but all he did was like steal shit from other sites on the internet and put it on his website and it was like check this shit out at some point we have to reconcile with
1: the fact that we gave him a lot of shit, but clearly Ashton Kutcher is the best of the, that seventies boys. And we need to just all Which admit that. Look,
2: <laughs> that's something you guys. That says, that Yeah, says
1: something. but he is. Think about it. If you, you know, it's true in your heart that he's the best of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. And on that note, <laughs> Son of a <laughs> Remember, see? Question everything.
2: That is a startling reality. <laughs>
0: jump
1: of Hobotrashcan.com If you enjoyed the show please rate or review it on iTunes
2: Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network like this one
0: In a world where
1: people watch movies I think I'm gonna watch a movie Sometimes they don't like what they see I don't like this movie Sometimes, they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast, where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the
0: Peak Sloth Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcasts.